So welcome back to the Coffin Heroes podcast. Um, once again, I'm your host, Alan. I'm recording this in our store, Coffin Heroes, which is in Smithfield in Belfast, just at the back of Castle Court. So what I thought I'd do for the next podcast is just have a little chat about the two big trailers that dropped this week for two of the upcoming Marvel movies, uh, Infinity War and Deadpool 2. So what I've done is I've just sort of broken down the trailers a little bit, things to look out for, little details, little bits and pieces along the way. Um, so just thought we'd have a wee discussion about that. Starting off then with uh, Infinity War. So with Infinity War, I was sort of slightly doubtful whether to actually watch the trailer or not. Uh, we're sort of so close to the movie itself coming out. Sort of thought, what's the point in you know indulging in spoilers at this point? But I gave in in the end because obviously people come into the store, they want to have a little chat about these things. And I was really relieved to see that with the Infinity War trailer, there was actually the spoilers were kept very much to a minimum. So they were. So as I say, just starting at the start of the trailer, um, great opening shot of New York, first of all. It's got a slight Inception vibe, although I suppose by uh, association, a little bit of a Doctor Strange vibe, starting with the upside down shot and spinning around. Uh, could just be a little sort of motif of how the world is going to be turned upside down by Thanos' arrival. Um, it is hard to actually present the most photographed city in the world in a new way, but I think this is a really beautiful opening shot for that for the trailer. It's at this point as well that the music kicks in with this lovely little piano version of the Avengers theme. Now, although I think Marvel's done a far better job than DC with their movies, for me DC's music is much more memorable. You think of the Man of Steel soundtrack, you think of the Wonder Woman soundtrack. Um, I think that their music's just a lot more heroic and memorable. Uh, the Avengers theme's the actually only original memorable score, I would argue, in the Marvel Universe. Um, and it's used here to really great effect. Uh, so yeah, so moving on after that, just a nice easy catch-up on who Thanos is, as Gamora explains to Tony. Um, this overlaying of images of Banner, Bruce um, of Black Widow, uh, War Machine, uh, you see Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum, uh, and you can actually see this, it almost looks like something's crashing towards the window. A little bit of a um, theory that might be the Hulk crashing back down to Earth at this point. It's all very effective. Uh, we then get our first look at Thanos as he removes his crown. You know, it's badass moments so it is. Just presents the characters really strong, powerful. He's got this steely gaze. I mean, this very much is this, uh, a character being established to be feared. Uh, this is followed then by Peter Parker on the side of a bus putting his mask on. Hopefully he uh, slipped out on the side as everyone was looking up at the sky so not to give away his uh, secret identity. Uh, we know how great Peter can be for that. Um... After that, there's this awesome shot of uh, Iron Man heading towards the, the ship in the sky. Uh, you see the two thrusters at the bottom of his um, boots, and then they sort of amalgamate into one and just gets this big turbo boost towards it. Really, really cool at this point. Uh, it then moves on to uh, showing us Wakanda. Now, this scene, it looks all very calm, you know. No one's in a rush. There's no sense of urgency, you know, T'Challa and all of his... Um, all of his minions, if you will, are all standing there to attention. Captain America gets off, Black Widow. And behind them, we can also see Rhodey, Sam Wilson, Banner, Vision, Scarlet Witch. Um, it's almost like they know there's an impending threat, but I would say at this point, Thanos maybe hasn't arrived uh, on Earth at this point. Um, this then leads to a nice funny scene in the middle of the trailer as Peter Quill and Tony Stark are clashing. You know, Peter saying, you know, I love your plan, everything's great about it, except it sucks. 
and then he'll come up with one. So this is very much a battle of the egos, so this could be an interesting dynamic. One thing I did notice is it was quite interesting Peter Parker's present at this point. Uh, does he just follow Tony Stark around? Uh, you have to you have to wonder. Uh, then you move on, there's a little more footage, you know, Wakanda, big battle scene. Bucky's now part of the team, uh, which obviously makes sense given the post credit scene in Black Panther where, you know, he's been recovering and hiding out in Wakanda. And they actually refer to him as the White Wolf. So be curious to see how he's referred to throughout this movie, if it just sticks with Winter Soldier or not. Uh, the Hulkbuster suit then makes an appearance. There's a big rumour here that it's actually the Hulk that's going to be inside that suit rather than Tony himself, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, there's a little shot that follows that, quite interesting, uh, with Thor amongst all this lightning. It almost looks like it's not quite a finished special effect to me because he's holding his hand up towards the sky, and I'm guessing he's forging a new hammer here, but there's nothing in his hand. I don't know if they're maybe just holding back, you know, the reveal of what the hammer's going to look like or whether uh, it's just, you know, slowly forming. But just a little thing I sort of sort of noticed. There's then a little scene with Thanos and you see a green hand clasping onto his. Now, obviously this is Gamora, but I do wonder if this is a flashback scene or if it's something maybe they use Gamora as some sort of bait to try and, you know, calm Thanos down. You know, she's going to pretend she's turning her back on Earth or whatever, just to get close to him. You, you never see her face. You can only sort of see the outline and see her from a distance. So it's either going to show that Thanos' true size or, as I said, it's going to be a, a flashback scene to when she was uh, a little younger. Uh, you then see Thanos crushing Thor's head at this point. Again, there's a lot of rumours surrounding Infinity War that some of the core characters are going to be killed off. Um, you know, the big rumours are Captain America obviously Iron Man as well, and then this could be, you know, possibly Thor's demise as well. Um, you then go from Thor to a quick shot of Loki with what looks like, you know, Thanos' accomplices. We think this is the Black Order uh, at this point, and obviously Loki likes to sort of play both sides, so we'll be curious to see his true intentions throughout the movie. Uh, you have to guess at this point he's delivered the Tesseract to Thanos, and Thanos is then manipulating it into an Infinity Stone, or Infinity Gem if you're a purist. Uh, then you've lots of great epic action shots after this. I mean, the scale of this movie looks absolutely huge. So it does. Um, and amongst this, there was one shot that stuck out. It's not even a big battle or action shot, but Doctor Strange is being held in place by some painful-looking spikes. And there's an exceptionally creepy-looking bad guy. Possibly someone from the Black Order sort of tells him to be quiet with that little finger-to-the-mouth salute. Very, very strange little scene. Uh, very creepy. Uh, again, the epic action continues. There's a, a lovely little um, shot where the Hulkbuster suit is getting overwhelmed. I mean, it's it's sort of showing the odds that the heroes are facing at this point. You would sort of think with the Hulkbuster suit, with Hulk in it, could stand up to nearly anything. But even he's being overwhelmed by the sheer force and numbers. This then leads to one of the most interesting parts of the trailer where Thanos is saying, I hope they remember you. Now, again, this goes back to the whole idea of certain characters perhaps dying in this movie. After he says this in the trailer, it's cut in a way that the first person you see is Tony, and he's in a, a broken Iron Man suit. You know, is this foreshadowing his death, perhaps? Um, after the shot of Tony, Thanos then leaps in the air to attack someone, and it looks like the same background of where you see Tony struggling with that broken suit, so I wonder if those scenes uh, link together. I mean, the way it's edited, when he jumps in the air and you know he's coming towards the screen, it, it cuts then to Captain America, holding Thanos' um, 
holding his hand at bay as he's trying to attack him. Now you can clearly see that this is a different background, so it's not this leap through the air shot does not lead directly to this. But this actually leads to the best shot of the whole trailer. I mean, as 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 I say, Cap stopping Thanos from punching him, you know. Looking at the Infinity Gauntlet here, you can see that there's only two stones in um in the gauntlet at this point. Uh and he's already really, really powerful. But this scene though, what's interesting about it and what Wack gives you such great goosebumps, it almost comes full circle to, you know, a little line of dialogue in Captain America the First Avenger, which is, you know, the doctor says to Steve Rogers, you know, you want to kill Nazis and Steve's response is actually, I don't want to kill anyone. I just don't like bullies. I mean, this is clearly what, you know, Thanos is being looked at. You know, this is, you know, like the big playground bully who's bigger than everybody else who, you know, tries to take over. Uh, this this imagery of, you know, Cap against Thanos is absolutely superb. So it is easily the part of the movie I'm looking forward to most. I mean, as Steve sort of yells in opposition to him, you know, using all of his strength to hold him at bay. There is a very quick shot of Thanos now. It's very, very quick and obviously deliberately so, but if you look at it slowly, it actually shows Thanos looking quite surprised at being held off, but maybe just a little hint of fear as well. Um, you know, maybe the, this taking over of the Earth is not going to be as easy as he thought. Uh, so, yeah, cue the logo, you know. The music comes to a big crescendo, as I say. I do think the Avengers music is easily the best of all of Marvel's uh, music thus far. And you, know, you just get real goosebumps, as I say. The score, it's epic, it's big. Um, you know, But, of course, you have to then follow that you know, logo shot with you know, a little scene at the end. And, of course, it's always good to end on a bit of humour. You know, that's a very quick sort of exchange between Peter Parker and Doctor Strange where Peter Parker says, hi, I'm Peter, and Doctor Strange says, oh, I'm Doctor Strange. Peter Parker says, oh, we're using our made-up names, then, you know, I'm Spider-Man. Now, of course, Stephen Strange is just using his real name. He is a doctor, so he is Doctor Strange, but it's it's the kind of humour that works really well because it's not forced, it's not goofy. It's just a real good understanding of these characters and who they are, you know, so... Uh, and then after that there's just a very quick little action scene where Spider-Man's swinging amongst all the chaos again hinting at the scale of, of this movie uh, so overall you know the, the trailer just wow you know what, what more can you say it sets the stage perfectly for the movie as I say there doesn't seem to be any massive spoilers amongst there uh, you know the next few weeks can't you know get over quick enough you know this will be very much a, a movie to go and see at midnight big crowd lots of people up for it fans uh yeah we'll we'll definitely be indulging in a midnight showing for this one i would say so yeah that was just a few random thoughts just on the uh, avengers trailer uh so what we'll do is as well then we will go through the deadpool trailer which we will come to after this <laughs> So we move away from the uh, Avengers Infinity War trailer and on to Deadpool 2. Uh, so with Deadpool 2, it very as it's obvious, you know, sequel to a massively uh, surprising hit with the first Deadpool movie. It, I think a lot of people thought a Deadpool movie was a bad idea for a long time. The only real live action appearance we'd seen was in the uh, X-Men Origins movie Wolverine, which had the poor judgment to 
to a character who is called the Merc with the Mouth, sew his mouth up. Just <laughs> showed a complete lack of understanding of the character. But Brian Reynolds has always been a big fan of Deadpool and he always had the passion to try and bring this character to the screen. So with the first Deadpool movie, as I say, it, it took everybody by surprise, you know, made a lot of money. But was a big hit with the critics as well. It wasn't just like it was, you know, easy popcorn fodder that, you know, everyone flocked to see. It, it did genuinely treat the, the character with respect and worked really well. So... The Road 2, Deadpool 2 has been a little bit, you know, messy. I know the budget has increased. The original director, Tim Miller, who directed the first movie, left the project or was fired from the project, depending on how you look at it. A lot of rumours that Ryan Reynolds maybe had a bit too much control on set, that kind of thing. But, you know, I'm looking forward to this. I forget about all that chaos behind the scenes, uh, although it doesn't always result in a coherent movie, as unfortunately Justice League showed us. But with Deadpool 2, I mean, to me, this is the perfect counterbalance to something like Infinity War. Infinity War is obviously going to be epic and big and end-of-the-world scenarios and, you know, rumoured character deaths, that kind of thing. So um, it's, this is a nice counterbalance because it's just going to be a bit more of a, you know, down-to-earth problem. It's going to be more of a street-level type movie, that kind of thing. So as is customary with these kind of trailers, starts off with a bit of humour as Deadpool escapes from, you know, just generic stock villains and literally jumps through the window of a cab uh all to sad soppy music of course from the off what the trailer does it, it has lots of swearing and graphic violence and of course toilet humor uh so welcome back deadpool you know after this there's some snappy violence deadpool you know he's sword fighting at one point what looks like a, a yakuza club something like that he slices the head of someone and then does a roundhouse kick which sends the head flying across the uh across the table the thing with Deadpool, you know, with the movie, certainly the first one and what this one seems to be going for, is the emphasis is always on comedic, you know, violence. It's not the kind of violence that's going to make you wince the way that something, I don't know, like The Walking Dead or something like that, which tries to be a bit more realistic. This is done for, you know, comedic effect as, as anything. Uh, you know, it, it also shows a little scene, Deadpool in high heels, always a positive. Uh, at this point, there is a bit of a long torture joke about gluten that doesn't really land for me it's the only time i think the humor misfires in the trailer to be honest uh it does reveal of course that monica baccarin is back here again as the love interest again always a positive thing uh we're then introduced after that to cable um now i know a few people out there are not particularly sold on the look or the mannerisms of cable i must be honest it's not a character i'm overtly familiar with and therefore um, I mean, it seems pretty on point for me based on the tone of the movie they're going for. Um, but as I say, I know there are a few people, you know, I'll mention no names. You know who you are that aren't totally sold on the uh, sold on the take. I do see from his introduction that the effects are finished in this trailer. Obviously, the, the previous trailer had uh, the little green screen gag, you know, just uh, throw a little joke at Justice League there about unfinished effects and mustache removal. Uh, so... Yeah, we're starting to get a sense of the plot about what Deadpool 2 is about here. You know, we see the cable is after a gifted child of some sort. Uh, and at this point, there's a quick scuffle between Cable and Deadpool, which Cable seems to have the upper hand in. I mean, Deadpool, he's covered in blood and bruises and seems battered. And this fight that they have, it appears that Wade's in sort of civilian clothes rather than his, you know, trusty red duds. So I'm kind of curious where this scene takes place in the movie. At this point, you probably have the best joke of the whole trailer, if you ask me, and that's uh, where it says, from the studio that brought you 27 dresses and Devil Wears Prada. I mean, this is something that was great with the first Deadpool movie as well. They knew how to market it 
I'll still always remember the poster they did that made it look like a romantic comedy that said, you know, love never dies. And if memory serves, Deadpool came out on Valentine's Day. So I just love the idea of a guy taking a girl on a date to Deadpool. And it's like, yeah, let's see this rom-com and, you know, them being completely horrified by what they actually see. <clears throat> so, yeah, at this point then, Deadpool, after getting a bit of a pep talk, you know, from his other half, you know, he decides he'll protect the kid, but he's he'll need help. I mean... Where could this possibly be going? Uh, cable sliding down the side of a building next. Totally awesome at that point as well. Um, we had grabbing Colossus's ass in the, the X-Mansion. We had spinning around in Professor, Professor X's wheelchair. I mean, this makes me think there might be one or two little unannounced cameos in the movie uh, that maybe link it to the, the rest of the what was the Fox sort of Marvel Universe, if you will, which will now just be the, the Marvel Universe. Also looks like they're borrowing the uh, X-Jet at some point. It's at this point in the trailer that the most exciting part of it hit for me. I mean, Terry Crews is in this movie. I had no idea he was in this. I'm a massive Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan and, you know, a massive fan of Terry Crews in general. Anything he's in, he's always great. Um, I went and checked the IMDb page just to see if I could see what character he was actually playing. But it's actually been left blank on the IMDb page. So very, very curious who he is actually going to be. Here's hoping he refers to himself, you know, in the third person the whole way around. You know, Terry loves yogurt, that kind of thing. Uh, we then get a little look at Domino as well at this point. Uh, obviously, there's been a little bit of the uh, pre-promotional posters and so forth that focused on the effect of Domino. There was another character popped in here that I think is going to be a character called Surge. Um, now, Surge was a member of the New Mutants. Uh, she was also once a leader of the New X-Men. Uh, she can generate manipulate electricity and also possesses super speed. So, really cool visual looking character as well. And this all reaches a crescendo with, of course, Deadpool announcing the team name, which is X-Force. Uh, of course, Domino asks if maybe that's a little derivative, to which Deadpool replies, you're absolutely right. Uh, so from here on in, you know, cool montage of, of, of action, you know, Deadpool throwing drugs everywhere, Deadpool nearly taking a guy's head off with a breeze block. And then, of course, a little bit of fourth wall breaking as, all, as always, uh, with him saying, I hope they, you know, got that in slow motion. As you expect with Deadpool, lots of fourth wall breaking and so forth. Um, you then get a quick demonstration of Cable's badassery and agility as he there's there's this truck speeding towards him and he seems able to just leap it in a single bound, you know, pretty effortlessly as well. Uh, I do get the feeling that Deadpool's going to take quite a few beatings in this movie, as I alluded to earlier. You know, Cable seemed to have got the better of him, and then later on in the movie, there's this or in the trailer there's this little part where he spins his head back around because it's been hit backwards um, this then leads to one of the coolest probably most inventive scenes of the trailer which um, Deadpool's chasing a guy on a car he rips the windscreen out puts his hand out and the thug shoots through Deadpool's hand creating a big hole but what Deadpool does is he sticks his hand then into the gun so that the barrel goes through the wound and then he twists it back around and then shoots the guy um, who's driving the cab. Again, it's, it's, it's little comedic moments like this that really, really work in the Deadpool movie. Uh, and then, of course, you finish it all off with a little more comedy and fourth wall breaking as they talk about, oh, we'll stop at two, there's no way they'd want to make a third, you know, that kind of thing. Something tells me a third Deadpool movie will be an inevitability. Uh, I saw some reports showing that this one was actually testing higher than the original Deadpool movie. So I, I can see this movie making a lot of money. It comes out three weeks after Infinity War, so I think a lot of people who have have seen Infinity War, they'll be looking for something else to watch at that point. And Deadpool, as I say, provides a good counterbalance to that. Uh, so yeah, with Deadpool 2, I mean, they don't need to reinvent the wheel. They, they uh, established a lot of the tone in the first movie. 
they nailed it. I mean, I'm not a massive Deadpool reader when it comes to the comics, but I think he works very, very well in live action. And with regards to sequels, I say we'll just take more of the same. You know, as I say, they established the tone perfectly in the first one, just give us more of the same, but bigger and better. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, looking forward to Deadpool 2 just as much as Infinity War for very, very different reasons. Uh, so yeah, just thought we'd, we'd do a little breakdown and, you know, hopefully you guys noticed a few other bits and pieces as well. You know, feel free to point out and chat about it anytime you're in the store next again. So uh, until next time, uh, once again, I'm Alan and uh, hopefully see you guys in the store soon. Mm-hmm.